Hello and welcome to episode two in this latest series of Capture Menai podcasts that dissect and discuss the journey which many global organizations take to becoming a renewable enterprise. I'm Forrest Lewis from the Capture Menai digital team and I will be your host as we look to guide you on that journey towards the renewable enterprise. For today's cast, I have the pleasure of being joined by special guest and global digital transformation expert, Elisabetta Spontoni who, as well as being a Sapienza University of Rome alumni, is Global SAP Head of Operations and Group Offer Leader for Digital Core with SAP S4 HANA at Capgemini. With 26 years experience in ICT governance, sales, special projects and operations mostly across SAP solutions. In this cast and across the series, Elisabetta will be sharing her unique insight and perspective into the transformation of SAP platforms and Capgemini's digital core with S4 HANA offer. Elisabetta, a very warm welcome. Hi, and thank you, Forrest. It's a pleasure to be joining you for this postcard series, and I'm looking forward to discussing in more detail the impact of digital core, digital transformation, and the path to a renewable enterprise. Well, it's great to have you with us uh, and for the benefit of our newer listeners, it would be great if you could give us a little background into your kind of your early relationship with Digital Core um, and how that began and perhaps share some insight into your journey with Capgemini so far. Sure. I'm quite delighted with my long journey in Capgemini. It's now 22 years and I really had many opportunities to enrich my profile from many different angles. Apart from my early experience on mainframe, yes, can you believe it? (laughs) And client-server software development for the largest oil company in Italy, and a small parenthesis on web projects and my old Ernst & Young days, I spent most of my career working on SAP solutions with growing responsibilities, crossing multiple competencies, production, purchasing, sales, architecture and integration and touching several cultures in industries like oil and gas, aerospace and defense and public sector. I had the opportunity to also understand how to manage applications in their full life cycle, from ideation and business case to design, implementation, deployment and support, and also how to position our services to clients and how to successfully drive large deals. My more recent experience as part of a market unit pre-sales and delivery leadership, I could also expand on other technologies, cloud products, IoT, cloud native applications, analytics, all very useful now for the new portfolio of SAP. And then I moved to my global role, focusing back on SAP technologies to shape our offer and transform our practice to be well, ready for the new world. that definitely sounds like uh, we're in safe hands. So with that, let's jump right in. As part of our journey on the road to discovering the renewable enterprise, it would be remiss of us to, to not first explore what's behind it and take a closer look into the range of solutions offered with the implementation of SAP's uh, S4 HANA. So Elizabeth, it would be, it'd be great for us to start with the road to digital core as we now know it. Um, and I have a few questions for you. So what is the day in the life of an organization like prior to and following uh, becoming a renewable enterprise? How is S4 HANA used by businesses to dissect and manage their data? And lastly, what do you feel are the benefits of adopting the platform? 
Well, it all started with SAP giving a deadline for the maintenance of their famous ERP solution, SAP ECC, Enterprise Central Component. Then the 35,000 plus clients, and especially their CIOs, started to plan moving to SAP S4. Very soon, they faced a number of challenges. They go much beyond the pure technical upgrade. These challenges are a combination of new needs dictated by the market and the multiplication of solution options, causing a number of decisions to be taken. Very difficult ones. Let's start from the new market need. Consumers are more and more demanding and digitally mature and expect personalized products and services. So customer centricity has become a must and personalization creates challenges. For instance, in manufacturing, where your lot size is becoming one. Or in pricing, where you need to be able to fully configure your pricing. And this granularity creates higher volumes of transactions. Transparency and collaboration are a must to be able to demonstrate the quality of your product, especially in industries such as food and pharma, where tracking the origin of products is really key. So markets are mixing, and we also see Delco pricing models being applied to other industries like price per kilometer in fleet services or power by hour in engines. So this means the new business models appear and the clients need to be able to analyze potential future scenarios in real time to understand and prove that these are viable. And to complicate the picture, SAP has come up with a completely different portfolio of new products, including cloud solutions for specific lines of business, like success factors for human resources like Ariba for procurement, to name some famous ones. Then you have four different options for the new ERP as for HANA. You can have it on-premise, cloud-hosted, single-tenant, and multi-tenant, that is called essential version. And they even created a cloud platform to consume services like IoT, blockchain, machine learning. So there is a new ability to combine enterprise data with external data, for instance, from assets like production lines, from mobile devices of your consumers, etc., as well as experience data or social media. So the legacy ERP estates that they have, the ECC systems, with 10-15 years of custom-built components on top of the standard features, are really not able to respond to this need of speed and agility of the market. Then what started as a pure technical decision turned very fast into a different question, where key drivers are linked to the appetite of the organization to really navigate those new market challenges and new business models. And this is where our vision of the renewable enterprise origin. We strongly believe that moving to S4 is not a technical upgrade, but it is a business-driven transformation, requiring to turn what used to be an all-inclusive single component, the ECC, the monolith, highly customized and rigid and inflexible, 
into an architecture of multiple components in which the ERP, as for HANA, is smaller, is cleaner, takes care of running internal processing according to best practice, with the speed and automation able to deal with the much higher granularity of business transactions. Business innovation, instead, is built on the edge, on cloud platforms, that could be stock cloud platform, but also Azure, AWS, Google, you name it. In those platforms, you can fastly create new business scenarios in a matter of days and not in months or years. You can adopt DevOps approaches and also try new scenarios and fail and create new ones while keeping your business critical processes safe and stable in S4. So with this architecture, constant change is the new standard. You don't have to be scared by changing. Enterprise can be much more flexible. They can adapt as the business evolves. They can renew in a continuous innovation cycle. They become renewable enterprises. So staying within the realm of that need for for businesses to adapt and pivot to leverage innovation, when you're talking to executives or key decision makers at a strategic level, specifically across critical industries, and you're discussing the path that they need to tread and steps that ultimately need to be taken in order to harness the power of becoming a renewable enterprise by successfully deploying S4 HANA within their businesses, which of these steps are the most critical? What are you hearing is the top four or five challenges that they are facing? And how are these challenges impacting an organization's plans for digital transformation? Well, there is no single answer to the question on how to become unrenewable enterprise. Each one can design a different roadmap in order to find the best balance of early benefit realization on one side and risk mitigation on the other side. This is why the key step for us is really the design of the right trajectory and of the business case for the transformation. This is where we help clients in responding to the key questions behind starting their journey to a renewable enterprise. Why? Where is the business case? Where do I get my value? What? What will be my business model? my target operating model, which applications should I select and which components should be part of my architecture? And then how, what are the key steps that we have to execute in the roadmap? What is the right sequence? What is the right approach to a step? And also when, when is the best time to execute each step in the roadmap based on what are the key business events for the client? So there are clients like a leading global car manufacturer who decided to start introducing innovation from day one by carving out custom code from their existing solution and re-implementing. In fact, it's not really re-implementing, but reinventing these in cloud platforms as microservices and by leveraging innovative technologies such as AI, IoT, to increase their impact to the business. For them, the setup of S4 is really the last step in the journey. It's not the first one. 
and they selected the greenfield approach in order to fully take advantage of the new way to run the business. Without the constraints of the old model, the risks of changing the ERP component are clearly lowered by this approach because you do piece by piece while the ERP is still running in the backend and you can benefit from the innovation immediately as you implement very early in the journey. There are clients who select a different path. For instance, Maxida decided to move to S4 as first step and they adopted a brownfield approach, starting their innovation journey right after having put in place the more powerful ERP component, as for HANA. Here, the risk of introducing changes to the business are limited, and the opportunity to unify and harmonize the ways of working across all different brands that was the first important target already gave them big benefits. There are other clients who do a mix of the two approaches like one we have in railway transportation. What they decided to do is to basically select one process that is business critical for them and where they can get the best benefits by renewing it. And it was the maintenance process in the specific case and completely renew it, both in terms of ERP solution with S4HANA and in terms of innovation with AI-enabled predictive maintenance. So what they did is to create a separate S4HANA solution in parallel with the old ECT, where they have focused only on one process and connect with the rest on the ECC as a first step. And here again, they have early benefits because they could do this much faster than by doing the whole thing together. But in the same time, they had important benefits from maintenance cost reduction in their maintenance process and reducing disruption to the service. So this was the way they found the right balance between lower risk and early benefits. Well, we often hear business leaders talking about complexity and that complexity is having an impact across their, their business, with it being one of the greatest barriers to achieving digital transformation. So can you tell us about Capgemini's roadmap for a renewable enterprise? How are we addressing these concerns? Uh, how does this align with the problems that Capgemini is helping clients and partners solve? And what is the added value for clients when building that roadmap? Well, because the journey to the renewable enterprise is really a business-driven exercise, and we have underlined that multiple times, TXOs are the right audience to start with. We discuss with them very hot pain points of their business and also what their ambition is for the evolution of the business. Then we identify the levers that the organization can activate to make this ambition happen. Our design thinking approaches, for instance, facilitated by showcases, some of the real use cases we have built help make this business vision very concrete and work on the prerequisites in terms of operating model, data model, application architecture to support the vision. Once the roadmap is clear, then the organization has to mobilize and we help the clients to do so through our ASC, Accelerated Solution Environment, approach to help the mobilization. 
I think that mention of business vision and, and use cases brings me to one of my last questions for, for today's cast. So before you leave us, uh, it would be great if you could uh, maybe share any of the most recent success stories or perhaps give our listeners some insight into occasions when Capgemini has worked with a client or partner to successfully pivot and, and guide them through the journey to becoming a renewable enterprise. Sure, we have helped and are still helping hundreds of clients in their journey to the renewable enterprise. I think I picked some interesting ones, quite disruptive ones. For instance, changing the business model of a company selling fertilizers to one selling crop productivity or getting zero stock of components based on real-time visibility of the inbound supply chain using IoT technologies or optimizing in-store stock for a luxury firm through a consumer self-service order mobile app, or finally tracking and proving all the steps of a marine transportation in a highly regulated market like the oil and gases through blockchain technologies. Thank you. And, and I think some of those most kind of recent success stories for us um, kind of opens the door into some of what we'll be talking about uh, in our upcoming episode. So to avoid any spoilers for future casts, sadly, this brings us to the end of today's conversation. But it has been a great getting a, a first look and, and behind the scenes look into the inner workings of a renewable enterprise and, and how that kind of kicks off and begins. And more importantly, why, why this transformation is crucial to organisations of all sizes when it comes to the complexities of, of managing the data. Sure, in the next episode, uh, I'm going to deep dive on how we help clients in building their roadmap, how we find together the business case for a transformation to become a renewable enterprise, and how we use our structure approach with five steps to do so. So, Elisabetta, thank you again uh, for joining us and sharing your expertise and insight, and we look forward to hearing more from you across the, uh, across the series. Thank you, Forrest. And for those of you who may be new to our podcast, don't forget to hit the like or share button to get notifications for the next episode in our Renewable Enterprise podcast series. And find all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.